Yo, yo, yo. yo. What's the word? Yeah, better believe it. Let me get the charge and I got no juice. I've been fooling with people tonight. So, um, I was watching this this series on uh, Netflix. Uh huh. And it's about these um, middle aged women of different backgrounds, and one of them went on the date with this guy that she knew from like back in the day, mm-hmm. and she was stuck on like complaining about how her life is and all this other shit, and somewhere in the middle of the date um, before he dropped her off she had gave him head what the hell <laughs> wait wait and when she got out before she got out the car he gave her a blank check and was like I mean just fill out whatever you need and so my question was my question was for our ladies that that's like on my IG and my Twitter is if a man wrote you a blank check for oral, what price would you put? Uh well if he said well, fill out whatever you need, that shit must have been extravagant. Listen, <laughs> that's like because I'll put the price down if it's not extravagant. But if it's if I give you a blank check and I'm like charge me whatever you feel you deserve, yeah. then that be that's... I was like, ooh, wee. Uh, what's up? What's up? What's up, D? Can you hear me? Um, yeah, I can hear you now. You think right. it's going? Um, my oldest nephew is listening. That's all right. He got adult ears. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was funny. So like, that's like the question on Twitter right now is what what amount would you put on that check for the women? Just like don't act bashful now. Yeah, right. Listen. What's your price? <laughs> you can demand it if, if you know what you're doing. You can demand. Right. Right. Huh? How you been? What I missed? What I missed in Dungeons World. Um you know, I'm just working. Not back to work. That's why I haven't been activated on here as much. Okay. Uh I'm out here getting this money. Uh mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> moving in the next couple months, so you know, things are getting active for me. Still haven't got my money from unemployment. Don't get it twisted. That oh, will God. happen. And it will keep coming up until I receive my check. But, uh, yeah, that's about it for me. I, I ain't been doing too much. What's been going on with you? Um, uh, What's been going on with me? I've been take- I took off a lot of random PTO today from mm-hmm. work because I got it. And I haven't been on vacation. I'm just like, what I look like coming to y'all job every day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I did that today. What else did I do? Um. Pay some bills today. Order oh. some shit 
Amazon that I kind of need and don't need. So like my Blue Yeti mic, the cord mm-hmm. that it came with, it's like short, shorting out. So mm-hmm. I ordered a new cord for it. And I hope it doesn't give me any issues. My thing is like aesthetically, why the fuck would y'all put the cord that, to connect to the um, USB to a computer or a device? Why the fuck would y'all put the cord under the mic? Because they like being difficult. Because and, in all actuality, you end up bending the cord after time. Yeah, and also, so you probably have to end up buying a new one earlier than you usually would because of damage. I'm just like, that's dumb. So hopefully that works. Um, I ordered some more candles because that's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dustin, I got me a goddamn curing machine. Really? Why? Okay. So oh, I'm not. I'm not a coffee coffee drinker. Yeah. I'm not one of. The, oh my gosh, I haven't been to Starbucks today. My day is over. No, those those are like fucking fiend people. Yeah. Thank All right. God. But. <laughs> I was, I just woke up. I was like up at like three a.m. one night, and I was like, I want a Keurig machine. Ever yeah. since I got the motherfucking machine, uh, dungeon, stop. Let me taste this flavor. Let me taste that flavor. Okay, this is called Cinnabon. Let me see if it really tastes like a Cinnabon. And the <laughs> thing that makes it so addicting is not the fact that all the coffee is delicious. Mm-hmm. Some of it is really good. Some of it is just like, eh, whatever. It's, yeah. The convenience of the fact that I put me a motherfucking pod in the top. I make sure water that's not even hot at the side is in the hole. Mm-hmm. I put the side down for whatever cup I got. And in like two seconds, I have fucking hot coffee. And that works for you because you're not a coffee connoisseur. You just you just drink coffee. You like yeah. coffee. if you're a coffee connoisseur, you wouldn't fuck with curing machines, trust me. Why? Yeah, one, they have way better uh, machines out there than Keurig. Keurig is like the dollar store of the machines. <laughs> they got, yeah, I used to I used to sell them shits for the company. Uh, oh so my god. Okay, so I've, I've seen, seen the um the five hundred dollar cappuccino latte machines. I'm just like dog. Yeah. You mean I have to dedicate a whole section of my kitchen for this shit? Yeah, you, do you see them shits that uh, George Clooney be drinking out of Nespresso? That's yes. The, that's the, that's the when you you like you got money and you're like, yo, I'm about to be drinking some real cappuccinos in the middle of the day, and it it makes it look all crazy and put designs in it. That's yeah. The got the house. That's see, the, like, I like that fancy shit because to me, the smaller the cup of the caffeine, uh-huh. the more crack is in it. <laughs> And I'm just like, dog, I don't want to be high all day because I had this little hit of whatever the fuck that is. No, I've had um, Cuban coffee before, mm-hmm. like some true Cuban coffee from like my Puerto Rican friends in New York. That mm-hmm. shit had me up for 48 hours and I was tired and I couldn't shut my eyes. Yeah, that's that's the real shit. The shit straight from the country. I was like, yo, what the hell happened? Yeah. I was so upset, but yeah, I would never touch that shit again. And he put coconut coffee, that's why. I'm just like, dude, what is this? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but... one, one more announcement before we get going is I don't know if you're excited about this Silk Sonic album that's coming out with uh, Bruno Mars and 
Anderson Pack. You seem like you'd be excited about that. I mean, I do like them, but I like, oh my God. Did you hear the new single though? No. Listen, after we're done, listen to Smoking Out the Window. My girl sent that shit to me at like four in the morning. This shit, you was like, this gonna be the current man I'm with when I leave. But I didn't listen to it because I was grocery shopping. Listen, take a listen to it. They did a song that's even better than Leave the Door Open, which is crazy. That's that's not so when you hear Smoking Out the Window, you're gonna be like, how are they doing this? Oh my god, I, I'm okay. How they're music this good. But it's, it's okay. good. We need it, you know. It's good for the culture. I mean, they getting ready for whatever season is upon us. Well, some yeah. Lonely and some people gonna be fucking. Yep, Thanksgiving is coming. This is for the people who are gonna be fucking gonna need this music. So, Listen. You, uh, <laughs> you people that ain't answering these questions correctly tonight, don't buy the Silk Sonic album because you won't need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to collect dust. Okay. So, um, what else been going on? What else been going on? Ain't nothing else going on. Um, ain't nothing else going on. We just about to get into this show. Uh, this is our first show for November. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Real Relationship Report podcast. My name is Sheehan. That is Dungeon. And this is a podcast where we talk about relationship like shit. And because this is the season of am I bringing you a plate or are you coming over? Yes. Or or people assuming shit without asking. I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's do what makes you meet the family worthy. Yes. Yes. Because Christmas is coming, Thanksgiving is coming, New Year's is coming, and then if you really about that life, this should be like nothing for you because you've been coming over for Sunday dinners. It's uh, that Emily does that. Now, for me to start this off, the questions that I would ask myself is like, have y'all been dating long enough to even care to meet family? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, how long is long enough to meet family or eat over? Um, are you sure about your future with this person? that you want to be together and y'all don't even have anything like set up. And my thing is this, regardless of if you're new, two years in, married, can you be polite to family even when shit goes left? Mm. And that's because, well, I guess that question would apply to when you're um, the established gentleman in the woman's life or vice versa and you yeah. and they know about it. Now yeah. there's a lot of slick talk coming out of people's mouths especially if you ain't shit on top of that. So you know aunties and maybe uncles and all other protective family members going to be like oh here come this ain't shit nigga sit on the couch wait yes. and now because but you have to watch your mouth because you're probably homeless and don't have any other options so if you ruin this meal where you gonna go? So you you actually have to humble yourself in this situation, yeah. Because this is last meals for you for the holidays, and you know you everything. Gotta, you gotta wait and talk your oh. shit. In the car. Yeah, so you gotta be you gotta be polite. Mm. <laughs> you gotta be polite. Okay, so for you, um, 
in your opinion, what makes someone meet the family worthy? So me, my my shit is simple. Um, out of all my relationships, like, and I haven't had a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I'll you only get to come over if it's a real relationship. So Ooh. you get to meet my parents. Yeah. As you're really like my girl. Like, my mom wouldn't meet you and be like, "Oh, who who are you?" Yeah. yeah. Oh, you must be such and such. My son's been telling me he's been dating somebody new. Nice to finally meet you. My mom ain't never met a random jump off. My mom doesn't want to meet a random jump off. Yeah. And just how we roll. We don't do that. The only time, and it, it kind of worked that way, and it really wasn't, it was because it was a chick. I, I started rebound dating after one of my previous exes just to mm-hmm. get me petty and get back at her. Mm-hmm. She, and I brought her to my parents, my dad's retirement dinner. And they didn't know nothing about her. My dad was just like, who the hell is this? But like, <laughs> men don't care as long as they bad. So he was just like, yeah. but my mom was like, uh, I don't know about this girl. Didn't you just break up with your ex? I'm like, yeah, don't worry about all that. That was the only you time. Say that out, out? Uh, no, no, she like whispered it to okay. me. In the She's like, who, who, who is like, she had kind of heard about her, but it wasn't time to meet. But I didn't give a fuck. I was in petty mode at that point, and I wanted some pictures to be taken. So, anyway, <laughs> um, if you if you don't have your shit together, mm-hmm. you're not coming nowhere with me. If you are an embarrassment, if you have any type of mental issues, you you too ratchet, you don't know how to perform in a family setting, you will not be meeting any of my family members ever. Because you're not going to embarrass me. You're not going to embarrass me on TV. I can tell you. <laughs> no, like, all that embarrassment shit, I'm not, what, I, it's the same way I used to treat rap when I did it. If you're going to feature on the track with me, I'm not going to have to make an excuse as to why you're on the track. I'm not going to be like, yo, listen to this track. Yo, uh, yeah, but the feature, he kind of garbage, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not coming to family like that. Like, hey, family, successful grandson, cousin, uh, uncle, whatever here, but now I got this bum-ass bitch with me. Like, that, that's not how I roll. You know, I, just, I have a reputation to keep up, Shan. Mm. You know? <laughs> so over the years, any woman that my family met expected her to have her shit together. And I'm not, you're not going to disrespect my family. Like, we, I'm not going to have to worry about any of this stuff because you got it. You got it. You good. You know what I mean? Like, I know we don't have to rehearse certain things besides yeah. what to not say to my mom so religion and shit don't come up. But other yeah. than that, <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you, don't curse my mom out. Don't roll your eyes at anybody. Don't disrespect my family because I know you have a brain and you know better than to do that. And you have home training. Listen, that's so, all I'm saying. Like, men and women, if you yeah. haven't had the proper time frame to filter that person, why would you bring them to your people's place? Desperation. That's crazy to me. And then for me as a woman, I think it's more pressure on women than it is on men. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't want to show up to the wedding without a date. Or I don't want to show up to family dinner without somebody because then I'm going to be the conversation at the table. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't want them to put this person on the spot and be like, so um, how long you and such and such been fucking? <laughs> like, what? That's ridiculous. Excuse me? Excuse me? What's up, Vondell? What's up, Jay Winter? The new guy. Inspirate. Inspermentalist. 
Short stroke. What a name. What's up? Um, yeah, I just don't want somebody that can't handle themselves in a room when I walk out of it. Exactly. Like, I don't want to feel like I have to babysit you because you with me. I don't want to feel like I have to babysit you at the party. I don't want to feel like, um, you know how you have that drunk family member or that drunk uh, significant other and mm-hmm. it's time for y'all to go, but people don't know that it's time for y'all to go. Mm-hmm. And like, don't nobody want to deal with that. So for me, something that you said brought this up. It's kind of like, you don't bring anybody to dinner with your family until they are ready to have possible talks of one, religion. Mm-hmm. Two, politics. Yep. Three, health talk. Um, like, especially country folk. If you if you know your family like to eat unhealthy shit, why the fuck you bringing a vegan hoe to the table? <laughs> no, don't even do it. Like, Everybody gonna be side-eyed in her. Like, don't do it. Yep. Um, uh, another conversation or talk that may be brought up, money talk. If you know someone is uh, always been financially set up, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to put themselves in, an, in other people's position where they didn't come from money or have that type of setup. And the conversation at the table is about money. Sometimes how people talk when they've never had to deal with not having is yeah. very like looked down upon. And you don't want those vibes at the table. Nope. Certainly don't. Because you know family gonna keep it real. Right. Are they gonna be like, can you please pass um the rich lady pie at the <laughs> end of the table? Like it's gonna get really petty. And you don't want that. Another talk that might happen out the blue because people can be petty, especially black families, um, Hispanic families, island families. They might bring up marriage. Mm-hmm. Or or when the hell are you going to start having some babies? Mm-hmm. Are you about to get my such and such pregnant? Like, it could go really left. And if that person's not even comfortable like that, you don't want them sitting there. So when I, I've never, have I? I've never brought and introduced a man to meet my mother. Really? Because, no, because it was like the fact that you're meeting this person is by happenstance. Oh, yeah. I'm na- I'm neighbors with him. Yes, we're boyfriend girlfriend because I'm in high school, but I already we already me and my mom already had pre discussions of this person's pros and cons. Mm-hmm. So when she meets you, she already know like, oh my daughter don't take you serious. Like she knows there's an expiration date on this. Hey, and it's not really like, oh my gosh. So this is what you know my grandchildren gonna look like. And then when she did meet like my kids' dad, it was you know one of them was close with the family, so she knew him already. And then the other one it was kind of like okay you're just like the consistent man she's fucking you're like her date man but you have cons about you where she's not gonna see it any more than this so okay you know what I'm saying it it was nothing where oh my god I just left such and such in the kitchen with my mom and I gotta be worried about it or 
there was no there was never like no dad pressure my dad ain't never met none of the males i've talked to dated humped on or nothing right yeah um, so you i don't know what that, i don't know what that's like i i have to get i have to call throw a red flag on you as a female for y'all <laughs> okay and i'll do that because it's happened to me and i don't understand why y'all think this shit is okay Stop bringing niggas around that you're not really in a serious relationship with. Do not let him attend a family function where your family knows he getting played out and he's just a, a, a fuck toy. But and that's he, the dungeon. He ain't, none of them ain't never been at the family function because I brought them. Oh, like, uh, like dead ass, I will be at work. And my mom will hit me and be like, oh, such and such is cutting the front lawn. I said, okay. Or such and such brought over this and this for you. Okay. Or if like I have family that come in from out of town, mm-hmm. my ex will show up at my house. I'm not there. I'm on my way there, but my ex will show up at my house and hang out with them and my mom. But I didn't call him over there. So it was, it was never nothing serious. Like, oh, this is my child's soon to be like it was nothing like that like I ain't never had no relationship where it was that important now, some girls just be you know letting them know what the deal is like or they they the family knows how they are because yeah. you have no shame and that's <laughs> what you have to throw out to the females that do this because and I specifically say females because I don't know of men that do this unless they do it out of complete desperation but I know some women that do it because they're just like, I got to have somebody there. And it's not necessarily desperate. It's like, you know, I'm kind of fucking with this nigga, so I'm going to let it rock. But my whole yeah. family also knows that I got a baby daddy in jail that he don't know about, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he come home in January, he gone. Like, the family cool with that. He don't know. And you bringing him around family, and they just laughing in his face. Talking to him, hanging out with him, talking about how good of a dude he is. And nobody come to you and be like, you need to stop doing this shit. You know, like, you're putting us all in a bad place. Because, one, you're also spreading that karma around. And I feel like yeah. that's... You're spreading negative karma on people who could be innocent bystanders by making them be a part of your fuckery. Because you have no shit. And women... This stop doing... point. Huh? That's, a, this, that's one of my points. Yeah, well, go ahead. Yeah, so then, you know, let's get deeper into why thou, thou has no shame. <laughs> okay, so I have on here on my notes, I said sometimes you could be a really good person and the person that you're going to their family dinner with is a bullshit ass motherfucker and before the man, the before the family actually has a hope to get to know you or to, a hope to meet you, before you hit the door, they already have low expectations of who you are because all of their other, all the other people that person brought over been bullshit. Sad. Sad. Which so fucked up because then you in there eating and shit and they looking at you like, look at them acting like they got real manners or look at them acting like you know, they really clean up like this. Like, no, I actually do. Like, no, I actually work my own job. I have my own place. But they so used to their family member having shitty-ass relationships and people that mm-hmm. they just, they looking 
at you away. Look at this nigga talking about yes. he, he read books. Shut up. You know you <laughs> <laughs> like the rest exactly. of them. Oh, jail. All oh, you just got out. Exactly. <laughs> oh, got out. Or they hit you with the oh he must got money because you know she ain't never went for no man that like like that or she ain't never went for no man that you know had his own business or it's just like damn what's up with all these assumptions and another question that I have is like some people like have you met their friends yet before you meet their family because I think that's like more of a red flag that they were initially bring you to meet their family you don't even know their friends Mhm. Yeah, I, I I guess that would that would be a red flag. I mean, there's a whole lack of anything that that would be going on as far as socially. Mm-hmm. Nobody's taking you seriously, like you know, like Chris Rock said, "No sex in the champagne room." Like no sex in the champagne room. That's my video. And what do you say? If you have not met any of his friends, you are not his girlfriend. <laughs> Like that's a real thing, because like, why are you? Why is he hiding you from his friends? But but with that also is trickery and fuckery, because you can meet certain friends of his that are also on fuck shit. Oh yeah, yeah. So right. like, you can meet a friend of a man who also cheats on his main bitch. And then you meet his quote unquote friends, you feel like, oh, I met his friends. No, you met his friends that be on some doggy dog shit. Mm-hmm. And accept the fact that they were just at dinner with him and his wife or his girlfriend yesterday, and now they meeting his other bitch today, and they won't say shit. But here's the question, Shan. Do you really care? Because I- you like dating pieces of shit. Not you specifically. The person that is doing this you don't really care because these things are important to you because you date shitty people and you're doing it intentionally at this point. So therefore, you're not going to be looking out for those red flags. You happy you meeting anybody. You happy he took you out to McDonald's for uh, Wendy's for the four for four. Like you think that that's dope. And then he treat, meet you, lets you meet a uh, wino that he hangs out with in the Wendy's parking lot. You think you're doing something. Because you like dating low brown motherfuckers, also known as poverty line ass niggas. Mm. So you're not gonna know that this guy has shitty friends and all that because you are like that girl who was on the subway and her man was dancing on the poles. And she's like, that's my man, and I'm gonna stick by him. You are arrogant about dating shitty niggas. Yeah. Because you have no shame. <laughs> what my mom would say, she not had no coot. C O U T H, and you can't spell it neither. Right, right. But that that is true. Like you know, like you have no long term plans for this person. You just don't want them to blatantly disrespect you in front of your face right at this moment. But you know, like, oh, this nigga's lying, and he's lying about this. Oh, look at him. But about to come in my truck and lie, or yeah, yeah here, here he come with an excuse of why he. They know it, but I just feel like that's too much effort on faking some shit that ain't legit. Like if if, if you not worth me me taking you to my family's place, um, uh, I'm not bringing you back a plate. 
I'm not gonna convince you that it's a possibility. I'm gonna just be like, oh, okay, so you going to your mom's house to eat? And he'll probably be like, I don't know yet. All right, well, I'm gonna go to my family house and then after my family house, I'll text you and see where you at and then I'll come meet you somewhere. I will never give you the uh, assumption that you're coming with me. Yeah, of course not. I want you to know your place. Yeah. You so you go and do what you're doing. Uh, I'm going to do what I do. I will not bring you a plate because I don't want you to think that I care about you that much. And then we can meet up after, you know, after we've hung out with family and then chill out for Black Friday. You know, because there's, there's not going to be... The holidays is for people you, you actually love and have feelings for. That's not... Yeah. And that's why it's a problem with you people who are doing the date packages off of Instagram. Where it's yeah. like, yo, pay me $20 and I'll come over and act like a good boyfriend, lie about how I got credit. Yeah. And I'll read a Bible passage and pray with your daddy. You know? <laughs> like, it's, it's sad that you're actually taking that up because... This is not this is not the time for that. That's cool if you're doing that to to hang out with friends and you're doing like a little fake date nigga or whatever. But you don't bring people you don't have a genuine interest in around your family. Yeah. Where is the shame, Shane? Oh, there is none. I don't know. Um okay, so when I was in when I was in college after a shit show of a uh, truth, a, th- a truth bomb, I have been the um, the woman getting the plate after dinner from from it- his mom, but it wasn't because I wanted to go and I couldn't go. It was because. I just, it was just at a point where I'm in college, my mom not here. That's the only person I would probably want food from. And instead of like worrying about what family I'm going to be around to eat, I Uh wanted to work. So those are the, those are the holidays where I will pick up more shifts and Uh work my, my three jobs that I had while I was in college. And the person that would bring me plates after like Thanksgiving and Christmas and shit was the person I was fucking with. Uh-huh. So at the same time, I was never the woman that liked to be put on the spot. Like to feel like, oh, you know, my, my ex will call me and he'd be like, Oh, my mom, my sister having a dinner or whatever. I'm gonna come get you. He didn't give me no, do you wanna come? It was like, I'm gonna come get you, but I'm gonna pick my mom up first. So uh-huh. I'm just like Okay, but everybody knows we are not together. But everybody yeah. also knows that I'm his ex. But he likes to keep me around to the point of it's kind of like I feel like he was waiting me out to see like if I'm going to give up looking for somebody. <laughs> and it was like I'm gonna just bring you with me so you can see my family, so my family can see you. You can chill, and ain't nobody gonna ask me shit because. They know you already, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm gonna feel comfortable and not feeling by myself because you here. And I, and I, I didn't even like that because I felt like his whole family was looking at me like, "Oh, so they, you know, they still dealing with each other, nigga." No, we're not. Yeah. Not like I just You're can't. Be 
I just can't because he felt he feels comfortable when I'm around. But mm-hmm. reality is, I don't. I didn't have nothing else to do, so I was, I was just cool with coming. Yeah, you didn't do anything wrong in this situation. Yeah, you know what I mean, and technically, I can't really blame him for what he's doing because I get it. The whole where it's like she ain't gonna make a fool, and and she yes. He can talk with her. So that situation, because that would be the same as if, like, y'all, you know, y'all had kids together or whatever, and you, y'all together for 15 years, and you still came over for Thanksgiving because the divorce, y'all divorced, but like, shit's cool. You yeah. know, I can understand you being there in that situation because you part of the family. Like, my ex kept in, family kept inviting me over for damn near two years after we broke up because we were together for five. And we went on, you know, we went on numerous family events together and, and barbecues and cookouts. Mm-hmm. So I used to, I was like, yo, like, I'm not coming to an event where you and your new boyfriend are there. I'm going to bring some new chick I'm messing around. He's like, why not? And I'm like, I'm not into that. That's not what I do. I'm not into this, like, you know, let's hang out with our new significant others because we're still, I'm like, yo, at some point, y'all got to break that shit off. We ain't got no kids together. We just was cool with each other's families, you know what I mean? But I'm not gonna yeah. sit investing time with my new person and my old days. Like, let that shit go. Yeah, you know I mean, we what we did was cool. We didn't have a bad breakup. Great. Now there's two less people on the earth that hate each other. <laughs> you know, Man, what I, mean? I remember I remember one time when I was neighbors with, with the person I was with. I I woke up one day and I came downstairs. My family from Philly was there. And I, this nigga is in my kitchen cooking my whole family breakfast. Oh, God. And so I was like, I was like, nigga, why are you here? And <laughs> and, and you ain't never cooked me breakfast. What the fuck are you showing? <laughs> These are- <laughs> like, I, was, I was so confused. That's Just like, uh, men will do the most. Yeah, they will. If they, especially if they need some stuff. But, oh, yeah. You know, I don't... I Like, my view perspective on the terrible girl being there is very limited because I don't... I've never had that experience. And I won't, I won't ever have that experience. That's not... It just wasn't in me. Like, my parents raised me in a way where it's like, you don't bring them type of people in our household. And I wouldn't. Because Man. I be embarrassed and I don't want to embarrass them. And, you know, I'm the type where if you say the wrong thing to my mom, it's, it's curtains for you. Curtains. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, I need to know that you are a safe individual. You know? And and that's 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 how it should be. I don't, you know, I wonder if you go to other cultures and there's any other cultural people in the room, uh, please feel free to let us know. Uh, is this a thing with the y'all culture where you have to assign the right person to come with you to holiday dinners, or do y'all just know better as well? Like, yeah. I feel like white people don't do that. I feel like white people are like, nah, bro. Like, if you're not at J.P. Morgan Chase, we don't have you over. <laughs> you know uh, I, mean? I think maybe but, that would be for like certain types of people, um, because I'm sure like. There are many people inviting their baby mother over with their kids and their new girlfriend at the same time. And I'm just like, that is very problematic. Who are these pimps that are doing such things? <laughs> I'm telling you, that shit is going on. 
this is activity. Like who? Why y'all let niggas pimp y'all on the holiday? I don't understand. But you know, sometimes it's not even the men. Sometimes it's the men that made a clear cut decision. I moved on. I'm with this person, and just because they have a messy ass mother. They be like, oh, yeah, bring the kids by. Knowing damn well this nigga's bringing his girl. Yeah, now nah, you got to put your now, message. Place. And they have the baby mother that won't let go. Yeah, you can't be a little scrappy. You can't be you can't be Mama D. You can't have a Mama D. And, and I, that just comes from the man not doing his job. Like, the man is the one in that situation that's supposed to be like, no, no more. Y'all don't come around here. I have a new family. This is it. I will visit y'all after I hang out with the new family. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, or you can have the children over. The female got to do something else. We're not going to integrate relationships. I'm not doing that. I don't want the ex hanging out with the next. It don't make no sense to me. I want them talking, asking each other stupid little questions in the corner, then both side eyeing me. You right. know what I mean? so, <laughs> where, so, where were you on the night of July 28th? Yeah. Oh, he and told me he was working at. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it gets messy. Okay, I have a question for you. Let's say a man gets married to a woman that his family does not approve of. Mm. His side of the family notice and they be like, oh, come over for such and such dinner. Does he A, come over by himself and leave his girl at the house his wife or does he be come come over with her anyway and tell his family to behave themselves or see both of them go somewhere else or stay home no you be you go over there and no how about this you d you go over there and suffer the consequences of the decision you made if you want to have a life like this then you deal with all the consequences. <laughs> Stop coming, de- bringing somebody that's terrible around you and you know it's not good for you and that your family don't like if you shouldn't be dealing with that person. like that's You need to deal with the consequences. There's no, let's avoid this problem. If yeah. that girl is always cheating on you or putting hands on you or she's some ratchet, dumb little bitch and they know she ain't no good for you and they won't let her know every time you see it, let them act like that. Don't mm-hmm. have them hide their feelings. This was your bad decision. Right. You have to live with it. This is it's the same thing as racism. If we never talk about it, nothing will ever get solved. So if right. we never talk about your raggedy ass girlfriend, you will never stop making these bad decisions. <laughs> You'll just keep bringing more raggedy ass bitches over. Because I shown up, I shown up told my um favorite brother that I told his wife to her face, I said, I don't like you, I tolerate you. I said, You ain't shit. I don't see what he sees. But I'm really just out over here waiting for it to be over. So just leave me alone. And what she said, he ain't never go. He said, you're very disrespectful. And I'm I'm, going to tell your brother to put you in your place. I said, put who in who place? (laughs) I said, said, I'm very grown. She was like, you must not know who I am. I said, girl, from what I've seen, I'm not impressed. And I need not to know anything else. That statement she gave you, though, means he telling her something else behind closed doors. It ain't even he's telling her something else. My brother, that one, he's a people pleaser. He's a, what do I have to do to change the mood or shut you up for right now? Yeah. Or, 
And that's why she acts like that. So like she she's used to like a man physically and emotionally disrespecting her to check her and my brother ain't that. So whenever she feel like ain't nobody else treating her like queen of hot shit like he does, she feels disrespected or she feels away or she feels like if she walks into a room that everybody already been in, everybody's supposed to say something to her and she don't have to say nothing to nobody. Bitch, who are you? <laughs> so like, so she was like, um, her, her and my brother have a house and she was like, and the, and she was like, and I don't want you or your, uh, your fucking kids at my house. I said, okay, that's fine. But who be, who be at her house though? My niece, uh, uh, my brother's nieces because he wants them over there. But I'm yeah. not going over there. And whenever he cooks, who brings me food? He does. Bitch, I don't need to be in your vicinity. Yeah. I'm still going to get everything I need. He going to see his nieces and I'm going to get his food. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we don't have to see each other. We don't have to associate. And you're not winning by us not associating. I'm good on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I think it's like some people like the drama too. The added drama. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it is. Um, growing up for me, it was like everybody came to my grandparents' house on Sundays to eat. Mm. Now, since both of my grandparents passed, all of my relatives, they on their own island of shit. Ain't mm. nobody meeting up at one house. This person over here doing that. This person over there doing that. For me, I haven't been at a family Thanksgiving in like probably six years uh-huh. and even when I did that family was not my biological family it was like my mom's um, old boss who invited us to their parents house and we ate but at the same time I'm just I don't want to eat with people I don't mesh with I don't want to eat with people who eat and then start an argument and want to fight I don't want to eat with people whose idea of a good time is scrapping in the yard after everybody uh, ate and drank something and now you talking crazy because you drunk. Like, that's not my idea of a good a good time. It's not. That's my idea of a ghetto time. Listen! Let me, let me throw this idea at you. See what we're thinking there. Um, so... I was talking to my, my girl the other day about this, and I think this should be a new law. Because I don't know if you've seen it or not. There's a Colin Kaepernick special on a documentary that Avery DuVernay did on uh, Netflix called Colin Kaepernick, Black and White. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw the previews for it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Colin Kaepernick, but I am a fan of Avery DuVernay because she makes some great shit. And yeah. she did it on this. And it basically shows how this boy was growing up and he was adopted as a minority child and his white parents were ignoring all types of racism going on and happening to him and not explaining shit. And he was starting to get angry about it later on as a teen because he sees, he's like, I see I'm being treated differently, but why is nobody explaining to me what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And you know, she over-exaggerates shit super hard, but with white people, sometimes it's not over-exaggerated. It's pretty accurate. So (laughs) I was saying to my girl, I was like, yo, you know, I think that at this point, just because of how society is going, you should have to meet some type of prerequisites to adopt black children or minority children if you're I, white. 
I feel the same because I mean, and, and I asked this in another um, in a Twitter spaces with some more podcast people. I said, I want to know what percentage of people today in our generation that's in their mid 30s, early 40s who are actually interested in adopting, let alone adopting outside of their ethnicity. Exactly. I don't know anyone of my age range or close to 40 that's adopting or adopting outside of their ethnicity. I don't know what it is about other races. Adopt minorities. That's crazy to me. Therefore, they need to be, because we're not, it's the same thing with, if you look at it, it goes the same with their guilt concept sometimes. I'm not saying for all white people, I'm saying for some of them. They think that by adopting a minority child, it forgives them their, uh, their for their ancestors' sins and makes them not feel as bad for being a movie star in Hollywood making hundreds of millions of dollars while the children in Africa and Haiti starve. But this is my point. There should be prerequisites for white people adopting black children. There should also be prerequisites for you getting to go to somebody's family house during a, a holiday. Agreed. And that shouldn't be that should just be for any nationality because if you don't meet the prerequisites, you shouldn't be allowed to go. But I had to add white white thing with Colin Kaepernick because it is it's just very obvious to me now that with the way they showed his parents were acting, it is not fair for a black child to be raised by white parents and they raise them as if he's a white child because that is not reality for him. It's a it's, it's a crazy level of lie to him and take and do what America does and take his whole background away from him and be like, listen, we're white. This is all we know. So we're raising you like this. Like, no, 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 no. That's all you choose to know. You choose to know. Now, if you are ignorantly trying to not learn about black history and learn about his culture, which you are are adopting him for, then you clearly are doing this for some other form of self-satisfaction, which you should not be allowed to adopt a minority child. Adopt all the white kids you want. You should not be allowed to adopt minority children for self-satisfaction and to alleviate the guilt you feel of your your racist ancestors and what they did. Because you're comfortable. Three things before I forget. One, um, when you had said you think like white people um, adopt other racial uh, children because of their guilt and ancestry-wise, right? Uh Uh-huh. I believe white folks adopt handicapped animals for that same reason. Yeah, because why would you want a handicapped animal? I'm just like, tell me what was the reason you chose to have this cat that cannot use their back legs, wear the diaper, (laughs) and only use their front legs? What was the reason that (laughs) you, you got... All this traffic waiting for you and your three-legged dog to cross the street when you could have had any other dog. And I'm not saying that these animals don't deserve life because they're handicapped. I'm just saying, why? You adopted that one because you think, listen, you're not being forgiven for some form of sin. You're adopting an, an inconvenienced uh, animal, an inconvenienced animal. Like, unless that dog lost his leg while it's with you. Right. Like, my my dog, if she had some form of, I don't know, God forbid, cancer or something in her leg and they had to take it off, she, that, I, it's not going to be like, oh, 
you know, I did no, she's my dog. That's what it is. I, I'll right. take but like I wouldn't go <laughs> pick out a dog and be like, give me the dog that's just a head in a wheelchair. I want to take care of that thing. <laughs> like, no, not, what am I what's the guilt trip for? I just like, yo, give me a brand new expensive ass dog that everybody gonna think is cute. Right. Like, my second point is there's a lady that has a biological biracial daughter mm-hmm. and her features are more uh, blackish, right? Mm. And this white lady takes it upon herself to immerse herself into black culture so she can understand how to teach her daughter about her other side. How mm-hmm. she understand how to do her hair properly with the right products and all of this so she has a very popular tiktok and instagram and i'm just like this is the formula if you want to adopt someone of a different culture or background because you can't say oh i don't see color my kids don't see color everybody sees color i work for a fortune 500 company and that's why on the application process they say this is a diverse um, workplace. Um, please state your race or nationality. Optional. But then when I do get the job and I get in there, they fill out the shit for me if I ain't fill it out. So mm-hmm. it's not that you don't see race or you don't want to classify somebody because companies and the government makes money by a certain percentage of different ethnicities being in certain places exactly. certain brackets. So you so can't tell me they see it. You can act like you don't see it. But they see it. And they tell you that when you learn this, because that's you know, that's the field I work in. When you when you say you don't see race, you're actually just being dismissive of what's going on in America. Yes. And that's still just as bad. It's just as bad as being complacent and letting the shit happen. Nobody believes you don't see race. You see the shit. Shit. I see the, the shit. same people. You know people I judge on a daily basis when I walk by them and see them doing certain shit. I, you know how many Asians I judge when I see them driving cars, whether it's good or bad, I immediately assume they're terrible. You know what I mean? Like, but I, let me tell you how I got in trouble. I didn't get in trouble because my brother is not the person to to put some shit in the forefront, but mm-hmm. I caught myself. So I remember one, one year my brother had came um, to Atlanta to visit and he had brought his girlfriend. His girlfriend is uh, American and Asian, right? Uh-huh. and she was in the car I was in the car and my brother was in the car and somebody in front of us was driving really stupid and I was like I, I blurted something I was like that's a yo Asian ass can't drive and I said oh <laughs> <laughs> this other person to say that that's why they can't drive it's a stereotypical okay comment that's okay because usually asian people are not around when we say shit like that but that does not make it right so i caught myself yeah and i listen i have no problem admitting my flaws in front of an asian yeah oh my bad i'm like not all of y'all are bad drivers but don't get twisted i will come back and say but most of y'all are and then most times they agree. They're like, yes, we are pretty bad on the road. And I, 
I but, love the people <laughs> who are honest about their culture. Like exactly. Yeah, you know, like my family racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like okay, I get it. I get why you have made it thus far. Like make it make sense, and then when it comes to like um, people, you know, adopting kids of different uh, uh, ethnicities, it's kind of like. I feel like a lot of people do it and this is not to bash anybody that adopts or or has kids in foster care because I know some people have really good honest attention, intentions. I feel like a lot of people do it as an experiment because they have the money. Yes, I I, I, I agree. I, I mean, and I don't want to, the reason I was signaling white people out is because I feel like they're the one culture that does it to place there and, and to ignore your culture and to give you like the white life. And it's like, but you can't do that with a black child because that is not one. It's not fair to them because you are misleading them and possibly going to shorten their lifespan because they ain't going to act like a black child and know that and be aware of their blackness and that it does affect their life. You cannot raise a black child and say, because I don't see color you're not black to me. You're not black to the rest of the world. Your monkey ass is still black to the rest of the world. And please understand, a cop won't treat you as such, even in front of your white adoptive parents. So please, white folk that adopt black children, start letting them be a part of their culture and raise them as such. You should not have any type of um of of uh, reservations about letting your child grow up within their culture. And le- and you learning about black culture to raise that child, because it is not fair for you to just raise them and be like, "I'm gonna raise you like you're my own white baby," because they're not a white baby; they're a black child, and they need to be raised as such. You can give them the finest education, and stop giving them that unseasoned food. Y'all did that at Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> now y'all need to learn how to cook when you're gonna raise black kids too. So start learning how to season food. This is all black kids. You want us? You want us so bad, right? We like seasoning in our food, young white people. Please, and, the chicken. And I don't care if you, if you white, Asian, um, Indian, whatever. Adopt, adopt kids who need homes because th- they need love and they need, you know, they need that family orientation. But at the same time, it is okay to humble yourself and be like, you know what? I have no idea. Um, I need some help. Uh-huh. I am this person. I have adopted daughter or son, and I just need some pointers on this. There are so many people out here that are complete fucking strangers that will come into your DMs, your life, your 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 posts, and, and guide you about how to take care of, do, nurture, educate yourself about a completely different culture where it's just unfair to sit there and be like um this is all I know. Uh-huh, exactly. You shouldn't be allowed and that, and I'm putting that on the foster homes as a a part of their um prerequisite to, to adopt a child. They're yeah. the ones letting in you have a job, you got good credit, you are you nice and not gonna abuse them, okay take them. No, there should be more than that. Because these people are out here. What if these are these people that they they get your child and they're like, 
I have an agenda. Uh, even though we can only get this boy, I'm going to press the issue about their sexuality. What about that? That's a thing for some of these parents. Yeah. And these and these are questions that I know they're not asking at the adoption agency. They're just like, oh, thank God, somebody's here to get little Carrie. Let her go and take her. All right, she's a five-year-old black child. She's like, good, bring her in here. We always wanted a boy. I mean, a young girl. And they get in the house and they're like, you feel like being a girl anymore because we kind of want a boy. Man, and then then the dungeon, you done, you got my head turning because <laughs> you look at Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's daughter. Yeah, what did happen? Because she adopted she, the whole her mother. Her mother has been grooming her to not claim a sex since she was a baby. What Angelina? Or you said her great Angelina. So when you look at her daughter now, her daughter looks like a boy, presents herself as a boy. Very short hair, very minimal, very like pants. Um, I don't want nail polish. And over time, it kind of, it's kind of like, yes, you live in Hollywood. Your mom is this. Your dad is this. But at the same time, her daughter that she adopted, uh-huh. raised as a girl. Your son that you adopted, you raised as a boy, but your your biological child that you made with this man is basic. She always grew up in the middle. That's probably why Brad Pitt was like, "I'm not done with this." That's crazy <laughs> to me. Like, and I feel like some people be having experiments with their kids. Yeah, and that's and that, well, Angelina's always been weird, but like. That's unacceptable because I, I feel like that's a form of child abuse. Yeah. yeah. Because why are you taking the child's options away? For your own satisfaction. It literally is for your own satisfaction. Or They're even or perfect. even even alluding to the fact that no, I'm not telling them they have to. I'm just giving them the option to make their own choice. Why, why stop it? What? Like, let, them let them be. It's a child. Like you don't have to, as soon as they come out in there too, be like, are you aware that you have a penis or a vagina? And I need to explain to you who you should be trying to have sex with for the rest of your life. I know you're three and this doesn't make any sense, but please pick the direction I want you to go because you love me and you're a child. Like, no, that's child abuse. Stop it. Man. Stop that. I'm sorry, but this has segued, but it all yeah, went somewhere else. It, it all goes, it all goes together. But yeah. there is a show about that, like a documentary about that, about people wanting to raise their young kids to be in the middle. And they, yes, they have approved um, visas or passports with sex X, where where people don't, uh, they don't, um, you know, claim female or male, they X. Listen, I'm cool with that as long as you're an adult when you're doing it. I'm tired of them doing this to children. Yeah. If you're an adult and you decide you want to be whatever the fuck you want to be, that is great. Have at it. Stop fucking with these kids' heads. I was not learning about if I should be a boy or a girl or fucking boys or girls when I was in, in kindergarten. That was not on the uh, syllabus at the beginning of the year. And I did not grow up to hate gay people. I did not grow up to beat gay people up or have problems with them. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, 
you society is, is forcing this issue and it, it doesn't need to be forced like i don't know why people think nobody's allowed to make their own decision about anything when they become an adult i don't get it anymore like the the, the, the shit you're doing to these kids in school is crazy okay it's crazy i definitely agree would you agree with the fact that some people are too insecure to meet your family No. I said they just don't like you. (laughs) When people... I've I've dealt with enough people throughout my life where I have seen... It's just like it goes with the... the, You think people are too busy to date you. Nobody's ever too busy to date you. They just don't like you. Yeah. They they will... Because they'll be making plenty of time for, for the nigga in jail. That they got put money on his books and go see him and all that every weekend, but the free man who's got his life together and all that they're not interested in. Oh, I got my kids this weekend. Oh, I got a babysit. Oh, I worked a lot of hours. I'm just too tired. So it's the same thing about them meeting your family. There should there, there ain't no excuses. Long they just don't like you. Stop forcing the issue. Leave that person alone. Go on and move on. That's it. You, people have to learn the signs of when when people just don't like you. Which I guess is what our next thing is going to be anyway. <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like people see them. They just um, I don't want to deal they with it. Right so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in this fog right here. Um, yeah. My the whole notion of have you discussed your future together with this person before you trying to meet his mama or his daddy? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, this. You know, this goes into everything we've ever talked about. These are crucial parts of a conversation that people don't want to have, Shan. <laughs> this is like the what do you bring to the table part. I don't want to know about meeting your family. Why don't you why don't we get through the basics first? Like what's your favorite color? You know, because <laughs> that's more important than you know what, what your your job status is or what you got planned for the future if you want to be a homeowner or you know, then, then it's we need to know your favorite color, Shan. I need to know that first. Yeah. yeah. What what ratchet TV show you like to watch? On these Monday. are are the oh. people who get upset when you start asking them the pivotal shit and be yeah. like, "This sounds like an interview." Exactly. <laughs> so you're not gonna find. So therefore, these are the dummies that are just gonna go and be there and not know why they're there or be getting talked about by your family. Because they, there is no interest. People don't like you, or that person doesn't like you, and they know he got a whole baby mother at home. But because your dumb ass refuses to answer any or ask any kind of relevant questions, mm-hmm. you at Thanksgiving looking like a whole fool eating a turkey, and you are the turkey. Fuck, fuck <laughs> it up, and then look, all the family members texting each other under the table about your ass at the table. You just keep keep in, like. Oh my God, I would die. So do you think you're going to be with Julius forever, uh, Cynthia? Yeah, I love Julius. They're like, look at this bitch, this stupid bitch. <laughs> this exactly. And his wife is on the way over here right now. <laughs> like, exactly, they're ready for the blow up. They, they, they want it to happen, but you let this happen because you think that dating is not an interview. And you think that knowing somebody's favorite color is better than actually knowing about who the fuck they are as a person. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh. Crazy. Um, 
my other question? What's my other question? Um, if you don't like them enough to learn about them, then my thing is you don't go. Yes. Even if you and even if you don't have plans to be somewhere, you better make some invisible plans to be somewhere so they don't feel like, oh my god, this is gonna be the first time you meet my parents in a few weeks for Thanksgiving. No, it's not. I actually have to work or I have I actually have to do this thing that I have to do when I do that thing, so I won't be able to be available for Yeah. God forbid you have a job and have to work. Listen. <laughs> you know. God forbid. Stop putting yourself in that predicament to lie or to paint a picture that you don't have to paint. Like, I enjoy letting my uh my DP know he a DP. Yeah. Why not? Sir, like, Life what? Life's easier that way. Listen, you know? Life's a lie. He come through and he try to warm up my pussy like a hot pocket. <laughs> Uh, I talk to you all day. What's yeah, up? That's <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the worst issue to have regarding, you know, what makes you meet the family worthy is a motherfucking lingering ex that can't let go and is still friends with the family. But but I feel like that's also team effort because one, it's your fault for letting allowing that person to stay around. Because you have to set parameters, man. It's you as the person. Okay. Stop coming around my family. I don't fuck with you like that. You are not allowed to be here anymore. I have moved on. This, that, and other. Now, if they're the type of person to go shoot you for doing that, that's yeah. what you can say to them. But, like, you have to set those parameters and be like, we done. You're not coming to no cookouts no more. Don't be around on Thanksgiving. Don't be around on Christmas. I have a new girl. I have a new boyfriend. Whatever. Okay, you- so what what happened? When you have an ex and you're not trying to really be where around their family, but their family don't like the new person they got and they be inviting you to shit and you just be in the middle thinking this you was going to y- y'all are going to pass each other. So by the time they get here, I'm gonna be gone. By the time I get there, they're not gonna be there and then they know more than you and then y'all just in it. So this happened to me. So like my ex's sister, she's older than him. She invited me to her baby shower. Uh-huh. Also, I was like, okay, I'll come. So I came. He wasn't there. Homie pulled up with his new girlfriend. And I didn't I didn't bother him. I didn't say nothing to him. I didn't say nothing to her. But the girl was pissed off that I was there. Uh-huh. And my thing is like, I'm not saying nothing to none of y'all. And then I had a messy ass aunt who son ain't shit. Her son is a fucking bum. Her son is the epitome of her allowing him to latch on to her too long. Uh-huh. So now as a grown man, he's constantly searching and moving around women to do shit for him like his mom, right? Uh-huh. So let me tell you what this girl... First of all, your grown-ass son is sleeping in your walk-in closet with his pregnant girlfriend. Oh, no. Wait, wait, Dungeon, it gets worse. On top of that, 
Thanksgiving is coming up and his messy ass mom flies in his ex-girlfriend from college to stay at the house for a week while his pregnant girlfriend is sleeping with him in the closet on the floor and she's sleeping in the guest bedroom upstairs. Wait! It gets worse! They got an air mattress? Listen! I don't know. They made a pallet on the floor in the closet. Oh my god. So it gets worse. Not only is the pregnant girlfriend with him in the closet on the floor, and his ex-girlfriend from college is upstairs because his mom's messy as fuck. His baby mom that he already has that has one child by him, his oldest, is coming to dinner. Yeah. He deserves all of this because he's not controlling anybody. He's letting all this happen. He letting his mom act crazy. He letting his girls act crazy. It's his own fault. He deserves all the drama he gets. There's no way in hell I would allow all the women to be around me at the same time. While my most current woman is sleeping on a uh, a pallet from Home Depot in a closet. And <laughs> you gonna sit here and think you got two other bitches from my past just coming around? Nah. We good on that. I'd be having conditions. I'd be like, you know, I just leave the house. I'm like, yeah, y'all can have that. Madness. That's just crazy for people to be acting like that. It was That's- madness. But yeah, I, I I can't deal with messy shit. I can't be um, kicking with people who I know don't like each other. I don't like phony, problematic parents. Um, I don't want to hear excuses of, oh, I forgot or, you know, oh, I wasn't or, yeah, I was going to come, but X, Y, and Z. And my thing is like, if the person makes plans with other people, they don't like you like that. Uh-huh. Exactly. No, nobody had to say verbatim, I don't like you like that. It's evident. You just don't want to see it, like you said earlier. If, yeah. y'all, if y'all meet in secluded places, they don't fuck with you like that. Uh-huh. And you gotta lower your giving and fuck with them less. Because uh-huh. once you do that, they're gonna be like, so, so, you don't talk to your friends about me? No. So your friends don't know we dealing with each other? No. So what do you have me as in your phone, nigga? This. Like, <laughs> what? Drug dealer from 1970. <laughs> make, it, make it make sense. Because that's uh, how you beat up. Under a bridge, under an underpass. <laughs> and this is the other side that you're not coming to Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's Eve outings or anything. They're not trying to do no motherfucking countdowns with you, okay? If they don't talk oh. to you, if they don't talk to you about their family, yeah. It's enough. But you know what though? Those people who don't get those family events, they don't deserve them. You know? If you if you're missing out on Christmas and and Thanksgiving and, and with family events and not getting invited, it's probably because of the decisions that you have made either currently or in the past. Mm. And that's your own fault. If you're just a bad person or you're a piece of shit person or you're an unmotivated person that doesn't have anything going for themselves, nobody should be inviting you anywhere. You shouldn't be having that uh, classy dinners with family. Yo, those, those holiday dinners, from my experiences, are usually a lot of fun. Coming yeah. together Christmas or coming together Thanksgiving 
you got music on in the background. Everybody's talking about how life is going. Usually it's good vibes. You got, you know, you're going to eat good. You're going to chill. You get to fall asleep. You get to meet up with your family you ain't seen in a while. But why should Joe shitty ass get to enjoy that? Why should you, the person who ain't done nothing with their life, isn't currently ever planning on doing anything with their life besides being a broke baby daddy or a terrible baby mama, get to have that experience? This experience is for us hardworking people who actually go to work. We provide and we create families and have friends that we support. And we need numerous days off to, you know, recuperate, hang out, enjoy our loved ones, and then go shopping on a random Friday for some reason and have the whole weekend off after that and eat good. You know why? Because we're living the life we're supposed to be living. You, Mr. Meet Under Underpass, always on IG faking the funk, broke-ass motherfucker sleeping on the air mattress in the back of the park, male or female or whatever you identify as, do not Mm -hmm. get to enjoy these recreational activities because you recreate every day of the year, which is why you are wasting away in your life. Mm. And we will not bring you around our family and loved ones and have to make excuses as to why you are such a pathetic human. (laughs) Make it make sense. Y'all um, knew your ass at some point. Okay, so <laughs> with me doing my research, guess what I found? What did you find? There is a name for the people who are not meet the family worthy. What are they called? It's called, well, the action of it is called pocketing. Pocketing? And basically, pocketing is basically hmm. where the person your dating avoids introducing you to family and friends. So, yeah, pocketing. So, ghosting is when you get, they get rid of you altogether, and, and pocketing is when they're hiding you. Cause... They're hiding you. They're not letting people know that they got you, and it's just like, I'm going to just keep you in here, and I'm going to whip you out when I want to whip you out. That's a new dating term? I guess. Oh, that's impressive. Pocketing. How many of you? How many of you will be backpocketed? It is like you could be side pocket, but what's like backpocket? Because that's where your wallet goes. Listen, some men don't have wallets. So then you just like litter. Is it? <laughs> you just lint. You just you're, lint. You're, because uh, your man doesn't have a job, so you, you old condom boxes. That's what was the patheticness? If you unsure about it, and and it's not a definite no, like I know this, then it's a no. Yeah, we ain't got to discuss it. We ain't got to have a conversation of what are we to establish if they coming to dinner or not. They not coming. And wait a minute, Shan. Yes. You motherfuckers so tough throughout the year talking all this, I'm dope, it's dope being single, my fallback game this, that, and the third. Don't come trying to bring your little Weasley ass here during family time. (laughs) Right? You've been so cool and fun all year being single, living the free life, traveling off of your, 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 what is it? Your sugar daddy's dime. Now you want to come and have some family time. 
and wonder why I don't nobody respect you and allowing you in their house because we all know how you live. No. Keep living your little fake IG life, my man. You don't get to enjoy the family and friends time. This is for real people who don't mind having established relationships who are respected. Or, or the people who want to play single all year and when it comes to this time to avoid the conversation of who you're dating, like what's your plan? Yeah. They, bring, they bring the old the old meat, the old pussy pocket that they used to deal with to dinner. Yeah. Everybody's comfortable around this person already, so they ain't got to act that. And, and not for nothing, nobody wants you around their kids. You want <laughs> influence. Who wants, who want, like, I got an Uncle Ralph that he, he looks like another cousin of mine who was currently like 50 years younger than him. Which oh, is- God. His uh his name is the new guy. I think he's in his room. But yeah. he he spent most of his life in jail. And like coming around family events, like now it's cool because he's old as shit. So it's like, yeah, well, it is what it is. But at one point it's like, yo, you being around the, the kids ain't that shit ain't cool, bro. Like you in jail all the time. What yeah. are you what are you gonna say to these kids? You know, what is it that you're gonna teach them? You're not a good influence, you know. We don't need you around these kids. So, don't don't think that you just deserve to come to these family events and family times because you fucking somebody. You keep your little raggedy ass on demon time, right? Ain't that what they call it? Demon time. Yes. Yeah. Keep stay on demon time when everybody else is on family time and be lonely. It's cool. You so tough during the fucking year. Always on demon time. Always in Cancun. Always the Dominican Republic getting your titties and ass put in. But now when 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 fucking holidays come around, you need to be up under somebody. No, you don't. Go ahead. I want your doctor in the Dominican Republic or Colombia. That did your butt. Mm. I know it's like I'm throwing a lot at the women, but men too. <laughs> be lonely on these holidays. Stop acting like you deserve to be under somebody. Way it's just like if you got a question, if you're coming, you're not coming. Yeah, and don't assume shit. You're gonna get the first three letters in that shit. Don't assume shit. Just, just take it for what it is and leave it alone. Because if it was going anywhere, it was supposed to go. People would just uh, people would every time somebody sees you, they instantly ask about that other person. That's how you really know you with somebody. When people see when people see you and they know that you belong or you always with this other person, and Mm -hmm. then y'all up and they still cannot not be like, Oh, you such and such girl. No, we actually broke up. Well, fuck that. You still such and such girl to me. That's how you know somebody likes you. Yeah, <laughs> they fuck with you. you That's know? how you know. Uh huh. You still need to be. They, they don't know what they're doing. You, right. you, you good? You good in my book? Right. That's it. Be that person. Yeah. You know, be the person that the family don't want to be taken away. Don't be the person that when they come there, they talking about you in the kitchen, and looking around the corner, looking at you sitting there on the couch, and there ain't nobody talking to you. You know, you're not wanted there. Just know that too. What they what they call that? Be where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Thank you. And that's <laughs> the person you date too. It works for time with family and yeah. time. 
it's it works for both. That's exactly where it goes. So some of y'all know when that turkey's being cut, look at the person you're with. Yeah. Try and hold their hand and see what happens. Listen, if they snap <laughs> that shit back, especially during yeah. prayers, they yeah. Satan. That's yeah. Satan. <laughs> Just get up and walk out because you got water there. Facts. <laughs> and walk Facts. out. If you get in the middle of the long ass prayer by granddaddy, you just about to sleep your ass on the house. They hate you. They hate you. Uh, who sent a message to play? Let me see. You got the new guy. Wow. Interesting conversation. Oh, Shout out to, you know, I was talking about that, uh, that guy, Uncle Ralph. I do not look like that nigga. <laughs> anyway, um, bitch ass niggas that you bring to the table around family. Um, at the end of the day, that's what females do. Cause if you're broke, as long as your dick game is right, you get introduced to the world. Do Cause broke people are winning at the end of the day. You already know that, Shan. You already know. That's what it is. They game right. Introduce you to the family. Because uh, he's the number one guy. Mm. Shout out to this fan. I'm actually going to give him the end of his comment. The first part, he was blatantly lying when he said he doesn't like <laughs> Uncle Ralph. He definitely does. But like, as far as that part about if the dick game right, you get introduced to the family? Yes. I I totally agree with that. You know? Is this Cody Beast in the house? My yeah. Bad Cody, what up? Dungeon, what's up, player? What's up? I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> Cody, what's going on, man? I would definitely say that my mom knew one of my exes was only thriving in my life because he was dishing dick and, and giving out date vibes. See? That's See. it. Like she knew, she knew there was no plans on making something stick. She knew there was no plans on growing with this person. She knew this person's cons were fucking fixable, and it was just, oh, finally, mother, you are on the same page with me. Let's not have the discussion because I'm not trying to build this nowhere. This is not build a bear workshop. This is just use them until it's done. I, I want all the people in the chat right now that are using their sexual activities to get invited to Thanksgiving dinner to come to the front of the congregation. <laughs> come get this holy water. Come get this holy water. Y'all ain't <laughs> <laughs> And we know you're doing it. We know you're doing it. Oh, my Cody. God. Cody, what up again? All right. What makes you meet my family worthy? I don't know. She's pregnant? Oh, I don't know. Cody. <laughs> Yo. See, I told you the different qualifications. I can tell you why that was one of them. <laughs> She's pregnant. That was a good one. That was the first one. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you how this was like a clear sign. This is not the person you're supposed to be dealing with. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna go to like I forgot what kind of dinner it was. It was like every all all of his family was gonna be at the house, right? And so I'm just like, he was like, um, I'm going to come scoop you up after I get my cousin, and then we're going to go over there. And I'm just like, well, hurry up, because we're going to have to stop so I can get, like, a bottle 
to bring because I ain't met your family yet. I got in the car and I told him that. Him and his cousin looked around at me and laughed at me. It was like, she want to bring a bottle. She want she want to bring something to the house for everybody. I'm just like, <laughs> do y'all niggas not have no manners when y'all first meet people? Yeah, um, yeah, man. That was a, like that, that was a clear sign that oh, they not they not on the level of living that you are, my guy. Yeah. Like this yeah. ain't it. Yeah, there's listen, there's this that goes in the red flag week where there's signs of poverty line niggas once again. Oh, goodness. You need to be aware of poverty line people. Uh when you're invited to your house. I said you mean to tell me that you're going to walk into your family's place where your family's been cooking all day empty handed? Yeah, some people will. And they'll sit right there, take plates nine plates home, eat and drink all the alcohol that's on premises. Why about random stuff that they ain't got no bit of talk shit about. You know what he did bring in the house, though? Uh, we? No. Guess what he brought in the house? What? His motherfucking laundry to wash. Oh. oh I've, been le- I've, I've learned hard lessons in life, Dungeon. Yo, that's... You know what? Respect the real players out there. Yeah. I said, sir, how many how many laundry mats did you pass on your way to your aunt's house? Listen, some people know their place in society, Shan. Just let them live. Oh, some shit. people know their place and they know their worth and they know what they are. They're like, hey, that's what I am. I'm the type of person that, that does laundry on Thanksgiving. Wild. Because <laughs> I'm going to be in somebody's house and uh, I, I got all these dirty clothes that I can't afford to get washed. Thanks. But it's all right. Listen, people. We hope y'all enjoy your holidays. <laughs> this is this is hours. Oh. I, hope, I hope everybody learned something. Um, don't forget, pocketing is a thing, and that's where the person that you're talking to is hiding you from their people, yeah. friends, and family. Okay, don't be pocketed this fall winter. If you want to at us on Twitter, it is the real RR show. All right. And um, I usually post when we're going to have another show on there in links. Um, we do have the actual podcast going through Red Circle. That's our platform that we use. So this whole episode and everybody that talks on it will be available Monday. Um, you can find Dungeon at OG underscore Dungeon on IG. You can find me on here as She Gets a Pod and on IG and on Twitter as She Gets a Pod. Um, what is our next show? The 17th? Uh, hold up. I think it's the 19th or the 17th. 19th. The 19th. So we will be back Friday the 19th with another show for y'all. But this one been pretty good. I hope you guys enjoy y'all Thanksgiving. I hope your turkey don't cost $95 and up like the ones on Amazon. Uh, listen, the price is long. You get a free turkey at the end of the year. It used to be. They had these turkeys on the news and prices. So last year, they was like turkeys was like twenty dollars um between like fourteen to nineteen pound turkey. Now they going for fifty five a piece. And that's if you go and find one that's organic. If you find an organic one, you pay like one twenty five. The fuck do I want an organic turkey for on Thanksgiving? Listen, so 
organic on Thanksgiving. I want everything unhealthy. Listen, what? so my thing is like, okay, since it's just like me and the girls and I'm not trying to go anywhere to nobody's Thanksgiving, I'm just doing turkey turkey wings, um, oxtail, and goat. See, that's why people I think are going to ham now. Because I've been do- I did ham the last couple of Thanksgivings. And yeah. it goes very well with everything you serve. It goes great with the collard greens and baked mac and all that stuff. Yeah. But I you know a personal turkey that I can get a discount from. So um, you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um oh I have a new thing, uh dungeon. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it goes hand in hand like I don't know if it's like my this is a thing for like my mid thirties. If I'm going to gawk gawk, I need to know before I eat. Yeah. <laughs> that has never been an issue for me before, but now it's kinda like I need to know because I don't I don't want that feeling while I'm doing that. Nah, you I that's all off the, the uh, table for me when eating's involved. After once the eating happens, that's done. It's a done deal. <laughs> there will be no activity whatsoever because, like everything, <laughs> stuff it just makes you feel seasick. And so, um, so, I was texting the DP, and I'm just like, "Dog, are you coming today or no?" <laughs> and he was like, "Like, why? You got something to do?" I said, "I want to know if I need to eat now or no." <laughs> it's like, he was like, no, I'm not going to come today. I'm just like, oh, okay, good. So let me just go ahead and cook and eat. I'm not even worried about that on Thanksgiving. That is totally off the table. That's the day of just eating and chilling. Like, you, that is on the back burner until, you know, Black Friday. That's what Black, Black Friday is. Friday! <laughs> oh, my God. You, you got That's what you got Black Friday off for. So when you're hungry, before that, you can have, you know, you, you you get in the bed and do what you do, but like on Thanksgiving, ain't gonna be no kind of activity. You know, you know who is like really, who is like a real criminal. Anybody doing anal after Thanksgiving is like dog. Bro, y'all wallace. Why would you put yourself in that position? Listen, literally, stop that shit. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. That's that's embarrassing. anyway y'all this has been a good show thank you dungeon um thank you to everybody that listened um good good audience good conversation just don't put yourself in a situation or hoping and praying that somebody chooses you don't be a pick me for thanksgiving or christmas or new year's just like we said go where you are celebrated not tolerated facts till next this is the Real Relationship Report. My name is Shan. That is Dungeon. And we are out of here. Peace. Bye.